You've tuned into the Bellion Podcast for the week of April 5th, 2021, episode 186. From that spring has sprung city by the Salish Sea, I'm AJ Marseille. And with a full tummy of peeps from Easter, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are going to do what we do best. We're going to go first. In this case, we're going to talk about a different way to approach email that you may not be aware of and a different way to host a website without getting hacked in a lot of cases. Won't you join us in this conversation post-Easter? This, dear friends and listeners, is the Bellingham Podcast. Well, happy belated Easter, Chris. <laughs> Indeed. I'd watched uh, the Easter Beagle uh, on the TV, and that's always a tradition in my family. Speaking of family, I want to... Wait, they had the Easter Beagle with like the, all the COVID stuff? Uh, well, uh, n- not Apple. Really, really yeah, speaking. I have a I have a version of it's you the Easter Beagle. Yeah, uh, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I know a guy. I'm doing fine, thank you. Speaking of family, yes. Um, <clears throat> want to give a shout out to my beautiful wifey, Chris's wifey. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, who is turning 29 today uh, <laughs> on her birthday, <laughs> April 5th? So, uh, if you see my wife around, make sure to wish her a happy birthday. So, that being said, yeah. Uh, what the heck are we talking about? So, this is whatever the heck we want to talk about. This is a no notes episode. No notes episode uh, for the totes begotes uh, notes. Totes begotes of notes. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had a couple ideas in mind I wanted to share with people. It involves technology, and I know, I know, I know. You hate your email. I got an idea for you. All right. Now, so, so pull up your favorite beverage, turn up the volume a little bit. And if you're in like 1.3x or 1.5x for AJ and me, maybe slow this down a little bit because we're, we're going to hit you with a lot of information to consider. We're going to bring it down a notch. <clears throat> well, in a lot of cases, yeah. So there's a website out there. And I know everyone's got Gmail or Outlook or Comcast email or whatever have you. And if, for the very few of you that are of kindred spirits to me that have Proton Mail, cheers. But there's another email platform out there. A it's, new one. It, it's a newish one. Newish. It's called Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, this is hey.com, which is in, uh, from the creators of the Basecamp project management software. Now, a lot of you may not know about Basecamp Project, but the CEO of Basecamp is a fellow by the name of Jason Freed. Yeah. And I know in these 186 episodes, I have mentioned Jason Freed's name before because I, uh, he is one of my favorite uh, professional influencers. Sure. He, I like what he says and how he says it. In fact, there is a TED Talk that Jason Freed did that I may have mentioned in a previous episode. No, I don't know which one. Go in the archives to find it yourself. Uh, there is a TED Talk that the Basecamp CEO had. It's called Why Work Doesn't Happen at Work. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. And the, the gist of this TED Talk is how he's lamenting the proclivity of managers in meetings. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're going to keep this happy. So Jason Freed really never cared too much for email or how the email had evolved from you've got mail. Uh, And so it's gotten to be a little bit of an adversarial monolith in a lot of our lives. Well, Hey is a website that when you sign up, you get a two week free trial and then there there is a paid service, which is also very helpful because you got to mean it to be able to get this. But here's how Hey works. There's three main portions of hey for email. The first one's called the screener. Now, by normal circumstances, a crap ton of email. Can I say crap ton? You can say it's a crap ton. Okay, I'll say crap Even ton. Even a metric uh, crap ton. Uh, that's not that much, unless you're some people that I'm aware of. Anyway, a crap ton <laughs> of email come into your inbox 
I'm going to just pick on Gmail because I like picking on Google at times. And you, you just have to go through and click and delete or do something with that email. What hey email, and by the way, this is H-E-Y, not H-A-Y. H-E-Y email does is it has a screener. Do you allow this person to come into your inbox? So when you get something from a retail company that sends you eight email advertisements for saving $5 on a whatcha whatcha, uh, you can say, no, I don't want you in my inbox. So it's basically a built-in to another service that we'd mentioned long ago. It's like Unroll, but you don't have to enroll in your Unroll to get your email. Oh, that's pretty That's pretty slick. I tried. I yes, tried. very good. Very good. So the screener, do you, you know, do you allow this person or address to have their email arrive in your inbox? This is kind of like the bouncer in front of the club. Or Gandalf. You shall not pass! <laughs> <laughs> Something like that uh, in, in for many spam emails. The second part of Hey Email is called the feed. Now, the feed is for when you sign up with your Hey account. Oh, by the way, <laughs> guess who got Chris Powell as an email? Oh, that man. other guy. No, me oh. this time. Oh. Yeah, no, there's, a, there's another fella out there that evidently has a Twitter handle that he's the real Chris Powell. And obviously, I'm some kind of fake Chris Powell. Anyway, we'll chat in person later on when that time comes. Uh, but anyway, fake Chris Powell. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I got Chris Powell at hey.com. So for the four of you that are listening out there, you want to shoot me an email. Now you got a way to get to oh. me. Oh. Anyway, Easter egg. If you decide Easter egg. Now, yeah, now that's your medication's wearing off now. I better, tried. Yeah, all right. Uh, the feed is for promotional emails or newsletters, you know, that you would sign up for that you still want to receive emails from, but it's got another section called the feed because it's recognizing which is an email and which is a, Hey Chris, I really like your show. I want to give you $12,000, uh, just as a gift for all the happiness and mirth you've given in my life. That's a personal email that I would gladly have <laughs> on my screener, uh, coming in anyway. So that's a feed. And then the paper trail, if you use your Hey.com email address, when you make a purchase online to an online site, it recognizes invoice, order confirmation, blah, 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 and it will place it in that category. So it's basically taking on Shop, which is made by Shopify that does the same thing, but it's all-inclusive as opposed to having it sign into your inbox. It's just part of your inbox. I'm a fan of inclusion. Anyway, those are three really nice aspects of how Hey works, and I'm thoroughly familiar with how Gmail by default has these little categories. The tabs. The tabs for promotions and social and priority or whatever they're deciding this week. They never work. Well, they work, but it's often faulty because an algorithm is a lot different than a human brain and wishes and things like that. So three aspects to the email inbox that kind of curate where the email is going. The inbox will be kind of like those people that you really wanted to have send you an email in the first place, like dear old Aunt Martha. Do, does dear old Aunt Martha really send email? Like genuinely speaking, like how is, isn't email like going by the wayside, Chris? It could be, but let me address one thing first. Dear old Aunt Martha sends emails all the time, but she totally listens to KMRE 102.3 FM. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they're streaming all over Martha's um, radio space here in Bellingham and also on KMRE.org. O-R-G. O-R-G. For the rest of us out there. Or so. org. Or O-R-G. Yeah. Uh, so I just had to throw that one in. Yeah, I dig it. And actually, Aunt Martha, uh, dear old Aunt Martha, listens to our show Saturdays at 3 p.m. on her way huge solid wood transistor oh, yeah. radio. With the slight hum and hiss of the tubes and the amplifier. And it adds a little bit more ambience to our sound. Uh, Saturdays at 3 p.m., you can see her sit in front of that radio. <laughs> okay, because we've taken that. Okay, painted that picture. 
So let's, so let's go back to the second part of the question you had. Is email a dying horse? Yes. Or something along those lines. Well, in a lot of ways, it depends on who you are as a person. Sure. I know that there are a lot of folks uh, who are our heralded, highly regarded elder statespeople uh, who love checking their email because their uh, demographic mm -hmm. loves to send them emails, especially when they're forwarded that they receive from another source. So all these little cute movies that we would normally see on TikTok or Instagram or, or Facebook or something like that, they will forward those videos in an email. So I think email is important for some people out there. So it is a dead horse. Okay, cool. <laughs> you confirmed everything that I thought about. But, I mean, it is good to have a record of the purchases. That yeah, you would no, make. That, that is true. Like invoicing and stuff. But I guess, like, for me, more and more, like, messaging and I pick whatever platform. I don't care if it's Telegram or Wire or Signal or whomever. Like, more and more direct communication, short blasting, you know, is kind of, I'm not going to say the slackification of communication, but like the slackification of communication is sure. kind of taken hold. And the pandemic's kind of sussed that out even more as well. The the days of a long multi-paragraph uh, letter typewritten out in an email, electronic mail, that's what email stands for, kids, by the way, uh, is, is kind of going by the wayside. I think we have gotten into a place where we are into short, brief messages or sending things to each other the attachments of photos of the kiddos yeah the um the pdfs of whatever kind of uh, documentation we would need that's a good repository to have that we should totally protect stay tuned for a future episode on how you could totally protect your email or email me if you really want to uh, learn hey. how you can do that that's right but i guess where i'm going with that is like if i guess i feel like there's there's been the shift of direct from direct communication okay so point to point using a messaging service and then, yeah, you're right. The business side of things, whether it's invoices or receipts or shipping or whatever, all that other jazz, yeah, fine. That, that's the inbox. But with a lot of people being socially fatigued with social media, do you feel like people are segueing into perhaps having their own site again? Like, is it is it that type of vibe that we're seeing? Uh, it could be. However, I do need to be a little bit of a... A gloomy Gus on this one. Oh, what Gus? Well, I just I just see so many people exhausted with technology, yeah, and sure. there is a good amount of uh, work that it takes, and knowledge that it takes, and preparation that it will take to to maintain your own site. Yeah. That being said, uh, let's talk about what else Hay can do for you. That's what we call a segue, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not one of those automa automated writer things that you see people uh, on a decade ago. Uh, when we talk about blogs. Oh, yes. I blog regularly. Yes. And I've tried that. And, you know, I'll talk about that in a second. But blogs are a great way to get your thoughts out there for people to uh, pay attention to. Can be. Can be. It's difficult to set up a WordPress, uh, a MailChimp, a Substack, a Squarespace website to be able to shoot newsletters out to people. Here's what Hay does. You write an email to world at hay.com. Uh, that's a classic geek reference. Uh-huh. And you type in whatever you want, add pictures, add video, whatever, you know, have you. And when you hit send, it is associated with your username. So therefore, people can go to world.hay.com forward slash your username. In my case, Chris Powell, the entire name this time without numbers. Because Except no I, substitutions. Yeah. And you can create your own blog site 
very simplistic. They're really going for simple in this case. Send an email from hey.com, world at hey.com, and now you got a blog post. Right. You don't have to worry about updating a, a plugin. A platform. A platform, whatever. all these other it's things. It's all about the content. It's all about the content. And if you get tired of posting your content on social media in various avenues, here's a way that you can do this yourself. And then at the bottom of your blog post, it allows a place for people to one, subscribe via RSS, mm -hmm. which I love, or uh, send an email address of theirs to receive updates of your postings. Yeah. So here's a great way to be able to have your own little house party of your thoughts. Right. And that is a big thing that uh, is a great idea for people who want to be able to have their voice and who may not want to have it in such a worldwide platform. Or have it squashed on a worldwide platform. Because, I mean, yeah. that's that's really where a lot of the fatigue comes from is the fact that as a content creator, and we've, <laughs> hey, Chris, we've been doing this for almost, what, uh, well, 180 plus episodes. Uh, we've gotten some some terse comments sure. over the years and, you know, whatever. We, that's all right. We, I'm happy the people at least gave us a try. Sure. Anyway. That, that, that's fine. But like when, when you're a content creator and you're striking it out, like uh, pick a platform, whether it's Medium or whatever. Well, one, uh, your content, you're, you're, again, you're giving your content away, yeah. basically. Yeah. And two, it's kind of the peanut gallery approach of, of comments and stuff that come in and it takes away from that person's content at times. It's not very affirming in some cases. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So here's here's the good news. With Hey Email, there's no JavaScript. Big happy about that because webs, web pages load up very simply. There's not a lot of bloat to it. Cross-platform, looks good. No analytics, so there's no tracking uh, and no bloat. Very simple setup They by design. Now here's the... huh. Okay. In a world that we are expecting everything to be free. In a world. Yeah, that's right. It, you get a two-week free trial to test out, hey, with your username that you'd have. And then it's $100 a year. They don't do the monthly thing. It's a $100 a year investment. Okay. That's that's a chunk of change. No question. Sure. Hence the title of this show, We'll Go First. Yeah. Well, um, you'll go first. You're well, doing yeah, this. I'll go first Full disclosures, Chris is going on this Yeah, I was a good boy this year. Santa hooked me up. And so uh, I still had a little bit of cash oil left over. But I wanted to see what this was like. And in my experience, I find this to be great for people that really want to have a personal, I don't want to say vanity, but to have that personalized email address. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's nearly impossible to find your name on Gmail anymore sure. without at least, what, 12 numbers at the end of it. Here's a great way to be able to have a place that is very simple. Because, oh, by the way, I'm sure all of us are exhausted at having to learn something new as a requirement for our life in technology. Bust out an email, hit send, and oh, by the way, it's curating for you like a concierge in the background. And if you wanted to get into the blog game, here's a great way to be able to do that as a nice app, as a nice feature. But let's talk about the doomsday scenario. Okay. You think that, oh, this costs a lot and, and such, and I'll just stick with my free Gmail. Thanks very much. What if Google decided to either monetize, charge for email for their service or eliminate it altogether? Yeah, I know that that seems like a, 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 fat, a far, you know, fat chance, Chris. That ain't going to happen. But uh. way back in the day, Google had a product called Google Reader. Mm -hmm. It revolutionized RSS feeds, and it had a beautiful interface, and it was wonderful to be able to just pop in and see the headlines and such. And without much warning, Google just killed it. 
they eliminated it and all of this diaspora. And then I heard a sudden disruption in the force of tens of millions of people with RSS feeds going, oh no, Google Reader's leaving. Anyway, um, it's a decent shot that Microsoft may end MSN, may end Hotmail, may end Outlook because for various reasons. Monetization. Monetization. They want to make money out of this instead of giving away a free product. Well, if you're going to be headed in that direction where you're thinking, all right, if I got to pay for e uh, money for something, why not have it in this simplistic format in which the, the, the creators of this seem to have their hearts in the right place as opposed to trying to blast you with advertisements to make money off of you? Is there advertisements on the platform? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of where you, know, you have a, a choice to make. I, I'm a fan of it, and I'll shoot straight with you. You know, I'm a pretty private, personal person. I don't really have a blog of what I'm writing yet mm. because I know that this is going to be a public internet-facing thing. I've already talked ad nauseum about technology, and there's people out there that do this so much better than I do. Sure. I could be I've, – I've dipped my toe in the quiet conversations yeah. of uh, exploring vulnerability in growing up as a gentleman in today's society. Uh, I don't know if I'm there yet, but I know that there are people that do have something to say. Yeah. And wouldn't this be a great way to be able to, oh, by the way, you have a newborn on the way. And if you were to have their name as the username and you, you know, logged in as them and wrote letters to them as a blog post mm -hmm. and didn't publicize it. When they turn 18, wouldn't that be a wonderful blog site for them to see all of the, this information? Or it'd be an embarrassing one, depending on yeah. the parent you are. Yeah. I'm just it, playing the other side of the fence. Here I am trying to get all schmaltzy and, and, and schmoopy and everything no, like I'm that. I'm not going to let you. No, okay. Well, no. that's just Tech why. Tech cynic over here. Uh, I'm okay with that. And that's why <laughs> the, the diversity of the Bellingham podcast has existed for all this time. So uh, I've enjoyed Hey, Maybe you should check it out sometime as well. Cool. Um, There's something else that you've been working on also in this whole kind of, shall we call this the indie tech sphere? Uh, how about DIY tech? DIY tech. DIYT. Yes. Uh, no relation to Michael Jackson's PYT. Pretty young thing from the 80s thriller album. Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, I know you're a decade younger than me. That wasn't in your heyday, but anyway. Let's talk about... <laughs> That was a horrible segue. That was, that was, that's what we call a unplanned segue. Yeah, you know, we're looking at each other going, how are we going to get out of this? Um, <laughs> in talking about making a website, and, you know, we have, if you ever wanted to have a website where you had information, a, an online portfolio, something which is your little curated corner of the internet, and I'm not talking about a LinkedIn profile or your Facebook profile or something else Yeah, stop like doing that. that. Just yeah, stop no, doing that. Exactly. There's been a, 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 a opportunity out there since 2013. It's been active for eight years and is still under heavy development. Yeah. There's a website called Blot, B-L-O-T, kind of like what ladies do with their lipstick, Blot.im. That is the website. I don't know if you need to add a www. I don't think that. so. I think yeah. it'll Just type in Blot.im as in magnificent. It's a blogging platform with no interface. Huh? Well, let me explain. It turns a folder into a website. It gives you access to a bunch of tools and, and, and you can populate content with a text editor, such as Word, such as Google Docs, such as a Markdown editor if you're a nerd like AJ and me. Uh, these files and folders which comprise this website via Blocks, Blots technology can be stored in a Dropbox account or a Git repository. Yeah. Now, 
as we're thinking about websites, if you wanted to have a simple website, and oh, by the way, I do, hold that thought, folks. You can get a free two gigabyte Dropbox account. Mm -hmm. Connect blot.im with your Dropbox you know, folder space. And anytime you put in a .doc file, hi guys, I just wanted to you know test this yeah. out and share that in or put that into this folder, it shall become a blog post. You can add text files, markdown files, PNG, JPEGs, GIFs, yeah. animated or static, docxs, and even HTML files can all become blog posts. And they also have a decent selection of themes. I think this is a great opportunity for people to just uh, be able to upload content, create content, add it to Dropbox, and it's near immediate publication without having to worry about a database getting hacked, yeah, a, a username or password getting hacked, and we'll talk about your Dropbox account getting hacked. That's one thing, but if you're trying to hack a certain website, they're probably not going to be able to do that unless they get access to the Dropbox thing. Mm -hmm. That's in case... WordPress, and I'll throw WordPress under the, you know, as an example. Sure. Uh, one in four, one in five websites around the internet use WordPress. One in, f yeah, I think it's, I think it is a quarter. A, a large amount. Yeah. So let's just say doomsday scenario, and I like doomsday scenarios in, in this episode. I'm more of a Mad Max scenario, but that's There okay. you go. WordPress gets hacked. And whoever, whoever downloads that database of all the usernames and passwords and things like that, you don't have to worry about this with Blot. Yeah, because it's just a, it's it's going back to the old school of the internet where it's just a static site that's yes. being hosted. Static site generator. Now there is one caveat to this. Yes. If you're doing this for like in a professional sense where you have a lot of traffic, this might get kiboshed because it could be Dropbox has a limit to how much bandwidth a single file can be. Served. One terabyte. Yeah. Uh, and so you, if you are thinking, oh, you know, uh, let's see, well, hi Microsoft. You want to be able to go away from your blogging platform and choose Blot? Ain't going to happen. Yeah. But for the rest of us. Yeah, if you're just doing uh, the, the newsletter approach of blogging. Sure. Or at least a little bit of a, a you know, here's a page of some information and, and such. Or if you happen to be a freelance consultant. Yeah. Kind of like one who may be in technology. You could go to my site, chrispowell.co. That other guy took my .com. We've already discussed this in the past. But anyway. It's a sore subject, folks. Please, yeah, please don't email me about it. He, he's, he's hurt. He's hurting inside. But I'm working on the healing process. <laughs> if you go to chrispowell.co and hit enter, you will see an example of a blot website. I took my domain, and for $4 a month, I connected my domain to this uh, Dropbox Service. site. And I have five pages that are pretty static. I don't need to have a whole lot of updated information, but I also have been working on creating blog sites to have updated content. It's pretty slick mm -hmm. and pretty immediate too. If you just want to have some place to have a website, hey, college students looking yeah. for that first job, wouldn't it be great to put on your resume a personal or a professional website of all list of your accomplishments? As everyone should. Exactly. Hey, people that are wanting to end their current uh, state of employment and go work somewhere else as you're polishing up your resume, why not have a website that is easy to maintain? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of videos that explain the process on blot.im's website. Do I sound like an infomercial, AJ? Uh, Chris Powell is not a, an endorser or ambassador nor sponsor of blot and or uh, subsequent uh, subsidiaries and or uh, hey.com. Right, but I... But I threw down on the money for it. Yes, this is this is just you giving an unbiased review of something that you think is really cool. And it's my dang podcast, and so I'm going to talk about it. Word. Right. So anyway, I think those two 
technology uh, options gives you a chance to rethink what you could do with the internet and how you are approaching your online life with all your accounts and stuff like that. Preach. Yes, indeed. <laughs> all right. I think I've uh, we've babbled about tech long enough. Let's talk about what else be going on. AJ, I have been totally like hogging this episode. What the heck are you doing? So bulk of me, like this is all good, Chris. But for me, like I, I'm still thoroughly in WordPress's camp. Like, sure. I mean, for, for look, like all of this is really good if you're trying to start like kind of the the dirt bagging of of. Uh, are you, calling, are you calling me a dirt bag? No, dirt bagging, as in like you're you're you you are you are an avid adventurer from mountains, and you're keeping it to the barren essentials of like your sleeping bag and the ground you sleep on to go summit a mountain. This is the dirt bagging of like doing the internet and stuff. But for somebody like me who is doing a lot of content, yeah. in a lot of different ways, you know, it pays to have a a more robust platform with those plugins and tools, and know a little bit of geekery to do the maintenance of you, that. You better not be calling me a dirt bag. I'm not calling you a dirt bag. Okay. All right. I've never heard that term before. But anyway, yes, if this may not, you know, your mileage may vary. This may not apply to everyone, but there may be a couple folks out there listening that's like, yeah, I want to check something out. I want to do that. But they're not as robust as your site. No, no, no. So with this, so for for longtime listeners of the Bellingham podcast, you may remember an episode. This is actually kind of a throwback episode for us, Chris. If you remember, we used to talk about things like Pistachio, Pistachio.io, which used to took an Evernote account and do the same thing that the Dropbox does. Oh, yeah. So that, that is an analog fast forward like three years or um subtle or sub subtle s-v-b-t-l-e oh man i, I hated i hate and they're still around by the way yep, subtle's yep, still around. Yep. but again these are just other options and opportunities so that if you want to tinker on a lower price because i will admit like whether that be squarespace or wordpress or wix or weebly please don't those those platforms robust as they are do cost a lot more long term. Yeah. And if you don't need those functions, like like you were saying, Chris, if you're just doing a simple mailer, it is kind of difficult to do a MailChimp or their their smaller one, Tiny Letter. Oh yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tiny Letter is another another, and it's free too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's built off of the whole MailChimp platform and such. You know, like this is just a way that in this um, post pandemic, or better yet, like if you're using a way to document your, like we had mentioned several episodes back, how are how is one documenting their triumphs and tribulations of this pandemic era? they're in you know and they don't want to do it through the socials because social has been a bit of a dumpster fire um this is a way that you can still you know promote concepts or ideas or stuff that you're doing and have a voice and have a voice so uh that's all good stuff i think we should stick a fork in this technology technological episode i think i would agree with that i think it's about time okay that wraps up for this uh technological edition of the bellingham podcast thank you again so much for listening to us rating us reviewing us wherever you like to get our podcast just be nice about it and if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on camry 102.3 fm they are community powered and streaming all over the net at kmre.org and on that note i want to grab some sunscreen i'm aj barsay and i'm chris powell thanks very much for joining us on the bellingham podcast I'm definitely not seeing April showers out there. This is a great day for some sunshine. It's still 43 degrees out? Yeah, yeah, but the sun's out.